Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24/7 home of the black and gold. SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, uh, we're closing in on April. Uh, That means uh, we're now, well, we're actually officially a week into, I guess, free agency now because the legal tampering period started a week ago today. Um, The Steelers, of course, made five signings, outside signings in free agency, which was that's a record. Uh, they've, yeah, never, right, right. they've never been that, that, that active in free agency before in the first week anyways. And I've been getting a lot of questions on, on DK Pittsburgh sports. I doing my live cues and stuff today. Um, as I do, you typically do on Mondays and all of a sudden now Steeler fans are like, Oh, we got to go sign this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy. And what's going <laughs> on? Like, Calm down, folks. <laughs> I, get, I get it. You're excited about the team going out and making moves here. But realistically, this is about the time when when the teams who, particularly the Steelers, start sifting through the, that first wave and then finding the bargains. Oh, 100%. You know, this is usually whenever they're you know starting to get active, not, holy cow, how could they not have a wide receiver hole on – April 21st. Yeah. They don't have a know. strong safety. My they God, strong safety. What are they doing? <laughs> you know, before it was like, Oh, this is kind of fun. Now you're like, you know, tell the kids no once in a while, you know, they, they get, get everything they want, but there's still so many free agents out there that are going to be NFL players. And of course there's some quarterback carouseling still to be done around the league. And, you know, we saw Devontae Adams trade and things like that. So there's still a lot of big things happening, but it's pretty soon it's going to be bargain time for the shoppers. I mean, and that's going to work out really well. Yeah. You can, you can find guys. And and as you mentioned, I mean, what have we seen signed thus far? Maybe at most 150 players around the league. Yeah, probably. That's about right. And And there were more than 800 going into free agency. Guys who, right. been, guys who had been NFL players last year, they were on rosters last season. So, you know, you, you can't panic about this. You can't, uh, you know, say, oh, my God, they, they, you know, Terrell, they, they need to go out and sign Terrell Edmonds now. Like, you can wait. You and, can wait. You, you can know, wait. That, it's getting better and better for you to wait. Yeah, that, that safety market in particular has been kind of slow. It's been a soft safety market. Yeah, that's a good point, too. I, I was a little shocked the bargains teams, including the Steelers, got on corners. But now, you know, the safeties are still pretty much where they were at. You know, I mean, I, I think you'll get a real good price if you want to bring back Edmonds or whomever, someone similar, same tier type of guy. And I know it's not the answer, but Killebrews played snaps at strong safety throughout his career, too. And I mean, you're not going to line up with him as you're starting 11, but he's in the mix. Yeah, and, and I mean, he's not the, even the only guy that they have. You know, they, they still have um, 
his name's escaping me now. The the former West uh, Carl uh, Carl jo- Joseph Joseph and Carl Rocky. Joseph's on the roster too. He started in a lot of NFL games as well. So you're not, you know, you're I mean, not. Even a, Norwood's done some stuff. Yeah, he's not a strong though. He's not a strong. But yeah. Right. Right. He's I mean that's. No, I, I had somebody early in this equation or early before pre-agency started asking me that, you know, can't they just put Norwood at strong safety and, and leave uh, Minka at free safety? I'm like, no, Norwood is not a strong safety in the NFL. Not if that's how they're going to continue to play. I've thrown that out there a few times that you have two new massive defensive influences. I could see them going with a bills like safety tandem that are more interchangeable as opposed to a true free, a true strong that's just something I kick around in my head, but they probably are after a strong safety type. I mean, yeah, pretty much I, my whole life they've had a free and strong. I just, I just don't want Norwood being that guy in the box, even if it's no, 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 no twenty right. plays a game. That's that's not his. You know, he is not resembling a pseudo linebacker at all. No, no, he and that's not his strong point. He's he's more of a coverage guy, and, and, and Minka could do that, but that would be a waste of his talents. Right, right, right. The, the reason I keep bringing up this interchangeable thing is I think it opens some doors for Minka. You know, I mean, yeah, it, it does. You know, it does. You know, and, and he's doing um, two, two better athletes on the field is more of a trend in today's NFL. And, and now's the time to make such a move. But my hunch is they're in the move, you know, they're in the, bar, in the uh, market for a strong safety type. And I think we talked about it Friday. This draft sets up with some too. So staggering that safety room with somebody that with a rookie in Minka makes a lot of financial sense as well as developing, you know, the next safety too to learn from Minka. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't want everybody in your, on your roster to be at the same age, especially in position groups, you know, you don't want, okay. Our, right, 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 our, right. The three, you know, we got three linebackers who are all the same age here. And, you know, now we got to make a decision. You can probably only keep one in free agency, that kind of stuff. That That's the issue that, mm-hmm. that then becomes the problem. Um, the Steelers, uh, I believe this was after our show last week, added Gunnar Olszewski to the. Uh, yeah, the- we didn't talk about that. Um, that was a pivot off after Ray Ray McLeod didn't sign. Mm-hmm. He's not going to give you much as a wide receiver. I think he has nine career catches. But he's averaged 13 yards per punt return over the last two seasons. If you're going to play, should... play a defensive field position game, right? those hidden yards are huge. Yeah. yeah. I, I know that he's an upgrade over McLeod as a return guy, especially as a punt returner. I mean, that's what he specializes in. I assume uh, – everybody assumed – when New England added him, he's going to be their next Welker, Edelman, Namandola. That has not come to fruition. I don't know if the Steelers will try him on offense as a pure slot or not. This is a special team signing to me. And one thing I meant to do over the weekend, and I just didn't, is I don't know if he tackles anybody or not. Does he run down on punt team? or Because I think he's a, a firmer, stronger McLeod, you know, oh, he's a, as, he's a much bigger guy. Yeah. He, he's you not know. as dangerous on end arounds and that kind of stuff. But I mean, he's a he, he, McLeod's not tackling or blocking anybody. No, no. Uh, you couldn't use him at all in that regard. And uh, to your point, Gunnar, Gunnar Olszewski had seven tackles last year. Okay, good. So That's he does, assuming. <clears throat> he does go down and cover, you know, cover people. So, uh, you know, coverage team. So, yeah, I mean, you, you've, you've upgraded your special teams a little bit there. Uh, by I think noticeably, I mean, just 
Yeah. Uh, Osefsky for McLeod special teams boost is pretty clear. Let alone the discounts you got. Yeah, right, right, right. He's <laughs> going to make the team and he can be an emergency wide receiver for you. I don't think this, this actually brings me to the next point is I don't think this alleviates their wide receiver need at all. I mean, no, I still no. think they have two. You let's know. let's talk about that because yeah. from from the time Thursday night around midnight it was when Ray Ray McLeod signing with their agreement to sign with the 49ers was made official. Mm-hmm. And 24 hours later, the Steelers had lost McLeod, Juju Smith-Schuster, and James Washington. Not that any of that was a surprise. Unforeseen. Yeah. Right, right, right there was a possibility that they were going to lose all three in free agency because they were all free agents. Um, we've been talking about this now for, oh, I don't know, two months that wide receiver you threw was it up to me. And I thought originally, like, I think Dale might be a little nuts on this one when, <laughs> when you said it the first time, but wide receiver has been a need all along for this team in my yeah. eyes. Well, that's what I, that's what I'm giving you credit. Like the first time you said first round wide receiver, I couldn't imagine it. You know, I mean, there were so many other things that needed to get done. And obviously their immense success of drafting second day receivers. I was like, ah, maybe day two or day round two or three. Dale might be shooting this one a little too strong. I I think he nailed it. I mean, if I had to put a chip down right now, not on the player, but on the position, I'm putting one on wide receiver. Yeah. And it's not. You know, I, I I did a mock draft on DK Pittsburgh Sports today, and I, I mocked a wide receiver to the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And some people came in, oh, there's no way they'll they'll take a, a wide receiver in the first round. Mentioning some of the things that you did there, that, well, they've had just had so much success in getting these guys in later rounds and, you know, in that kind of thing. But let's not forget, Kevin Colbert's first draft with the Steelers, he took Plexico Berths eighth mm, overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 2006 – they traded up to go get Santonio Holmes. Good point. So they, they obviously value the position too. Yeah. I mean, they don't pass on a good one very often, you know, I mean, in, in without question. I mean, and I love that. I mean, the first time we had a conversation, you threw out the look what Jamar Chase did for the Bengals conversation. Clearly that's extreme. I mean, like if we're building a team and we get to pick any receiver in the league, I might take Jamar Chase. Right. And right. he goes top five in any draft he comes out. That being said, I still think the theory behind it is dead on that this league is built on weapons. And I've said many times, I don't want to go into the season with three good receivers. I want one extra, you know, I'm really going to get greedy there. I want, I want four. I mean, if you're going to make Trubisky's life easier and you want to run the football and, you know, a variety of different skill sets, I want four and not to mention I threw out there chase. But Justin Jefferson was pretty much drafted right where the Steelers are picking. You know, like, imagine throwing a Justin Jefferson on this team. And there's many examples of that. That's the thing when you, when you start to look at this draft. And, and, and that was the reason why I brought this, the, the wide receiver thing up initially. First of all, there was mm-hmm. a need. Um, you know, it was kind of a – it was an understated need. I think everybody, when you looked at all the, the mock drafts, when, it, when people were starting to do these things, put the, the, the team position needs together – obviously quarterback and offensive line and those things were the, cause they usually list three, the top three or whatever. And right, wide, right. Re- wide receiver was never on there, but you only have, well, you got three counting Anthony Miller with, mm-hmm. with decent NFL experience. But you need more than that. Yeah. And 
if you I want Miller to be the four or five, right, right, yeah, then yeah. you're then you're in pretty good shape, right. Um, then you're dangerous. You're not. You're right. in more than pretty good shape. You're dangerous. Yeah, and it, this team played a lot of eleven personnel last year. Yeah, third most in the league behind the right, Rams, right. the Rams and the Bengals. So mm-hmm. I, I just look at it as it's also picking at twenty when there's probably not going to be a wide receiver taken in the first in the first ten picks of this draft. Hmm. I tend to think you're right. I don't know that I would bet the farm on it, but I tend to think you're right. It's it's you're probably looking at eleven down when the receivers start to go. Yeah, I think that's safe. If that happens, you're going to get your pick of the one of the top two or three, two or three players at that position. Mm-hmm. Why not go get the best guy? Right. I, I mean, know? those day two guys are wonderful, and they've struck a lot of gold there. But Garrett Wilson's really good. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, like, I know that, you know, and he's maybe the best receiver on the team by week four or five. Not like, boy, he was a nice pick for the second or third round, you know, and that's no slight on the guys they've gotten in that area, the Juju's and Washington's and the two guys on the team. But if you can give me a star there, that's a difference maker. Who's your favorite? I mean, I didn't plan on having this chat, but I'm, there's two names for me at 20 that are my favorite too. Well, I, I, you know, I, I think if Wilson is there, you take him. Um, yeah. He's he's my top receiver in this draft. Jamison Williams would be would be the top guy in this draft if he were completely healthy. They're my two names, and but I don't mind yeah. that he's hurt because no offense, I don't think the Steelers are win the Super Bowl this year. And if you look back and you have Jamison Williams for four and a half instead of five years, that's fine by me because he might be number one. And if you don't get him till Thanksgiving, so be it. That's fine by me. Imagine him on this offense. Right. And, the, you know, the thing is, and I brought that this up again, I did my mock draft. I, I posted it last night. I immediately got questions about that. Um, well, how can you take it? How can you have a guy? Because Jamison Williams actually went at 11 to Washington. I didn't. I used yeah, a mock draft. I used a mock draft simulator. Okay. And I just made the Steeler picks. And somebody asked me that question. He's got a torn ACL. And I said, here's the thing. He's awesome. Skill position players seem to come back from those more quickly than I know everybody in Pittsburgh is looking at, well, Zach Banner didn't, couldn't come back in time for, for, you know, to play last season. Devin Bush struggled coming back from the torn ACL. Mm-hmm. Devin Bush plays a position where there's constant traffic around his knees. Right. Constant right. Uh, in the middle of the field. Zach Banner, his, his issue was that he got too heavy because of the, you know, the, the weight issues cause setbacks with the knee mm-hmm. wide receiver shape with a bad knee. Too. It's hard to stay in shape. Well, I don't, I'm a, I don't worry about that with Jamison Williams and he's a wide receiver. He's not going to have a bunch of guys falling at his feet all the time that he's going to be worried about. He's going to be running down the field. I mean, I also think that it's more coincidence than anything that the Steelers had two of them because it's pretty rare. And now in today's modern medicine, the NFL that people have any setbacks from ACLs anymore. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's and, been, and to be clear, Bush didn't have a setback. He played all last season with that. Right, 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 right. You know. This isn't Kajana Carter blowing out his knee after, you know, his rookie year way back when. And plus, to your point too, Bush and Banner play reactionary positions. Like if they're on a basketball court, they're playing defense. Williams is playing offense. He dictates where his body goes, not the other way around. Right. So you don't get put in those awkward positions where you, you know, you as as much. So, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem with that either. I mean, those two, to me, um, 
are the they're t- almost their own tier now for me where i used to think it was like a five guy tier yeah for the steelers at 20 no i agree um you know i, I think that's i don't think i don't think that second tier is far off but right I agree. um you know i Burks still think- is kind of a wild card for me i'm not sure what i think of him i like him but I want the other two for the Steelers. I would have liked to have seen him run more of a, yeah. You know, if he's just considering whatever, all the other receivers ran this year at the combine. Right. How everybody else's speeds were a little, seemed a little bit faster because of maybe the, the new turf there, him running a four five five at the combine was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's all right. He's a four, six guy. Yeah. But I, yeah. I think, I think the Steelers need a speed guy there. Me too. I, I like Deontay Johnson, but the, he's a four five guy. Mm-hmm. Chase Claypool is a four-four guy who doesn't play like a four-four guy necessarily. Does this worry you at all if they were to draft Wilson or Williams? I don't think any of their three top three are true slots. Not, not so much because I think just give me talent. Give me talent. You'll get the guy. Uh, you don't need again. Again, you get Miller there. Who, if, mm-hmm. if, if you want to play, okay, a true slot, he's a true slot. That's what he is. You could sign Jamison Crowder or someone just like him in two months, too. There's always that, too. I mean, yeah, those, those guys are that worried about those guys are available. What I don't want to do, uh, and somebody brought this up to me today, is I'm not running out to sign one of these 30 plus year old guys, uh, you know. Talking about like Landry or one of those types AJ, of guys. AJ Green or oh, Landry or, yeah. You know, these, like, why, why do you want. You know, Will Fuller was brought up like, no, I don't want those guys. Not at 8, 10, 12 million a year. I don't even know if I want them at four mm-hmm. because they can't stay healthy and they're on the wrong side of 30. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, we brought this up. I do think there's value to the the adult in the room thing, you know, the veteran. But I'm not exactly sure who that is. With all respect to A.J. Green, he may be a wonderful leader, a crappy leader. I just don't know, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I, I think, you know, the wide receiver position is one that, that they could certainly take in the first round, even mm-hmm. if they do sign somebody, even if they do sign somebody and if they don't, it might be a first and a fourth or they might take two. Yeah. In fact, I had them taking two in my mock draft. Right. So, you know, that's gutsy, but I think it's possible. They did it in 2010. Um, you know, if, if, if you remember, they took Emmanuel Sanders in the third round and then they took Antonio Brown in the sixth. Go figure. Right, both of, right, both right. of them hit. I mean, that was a you know a really good job. Good for them, and that right. was you know they, they had Heinz Ward, and they had Mike Wallace on the roster at the time. Yeah, and especially if the first pick is um, what's it Williams from Bama, it's even more likely they take a second. And I would bet that guy is a slot type. You know, the five nine compact type of dude. Or just I mean, there are a lot of you know slot receivers in today's college game who are. You know, six one. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not necessarily the the little shifty guy. You can you can do this a lot of different ways. And if you want to, you know, right. if you want to run the football, right, right, might not, might not be a bad idea to have a bigger guy in the slot. Good point. Yeah, maybe you don't want a Munchkin in the slot if you're going to run the ball a lot. That yeah, goes to the line of scrimmage. How many times did they try to block last year with Ray Ray McLeod on the field and have Ray Ray try to block somebody? And it just was that that wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. I know they've experimented with this and it certainly wasn't a successful experiment, but I still think clay pulled the slot could make some sense too. I do as well. Yeah, I do yeah, as well. Yeah. And you know, if you look at Deontay Johnson's just physical traits, 
there's no reason that he couldn't play the slot for you. No, no. I mean, I think he'd be fine there. There's no doubt yeah. about that. Right. So I, I think they have a lot of options available to them, uh, different ways that they could go at that position. There's no one set way to do it. Um, yeah. And in fact, I might prefer a bigger bodied guy in the slot, you know, to do. Yeah. That's what Juju was. Right. Exactly. I mean, it, saying things like, well, they'll miss Juju's blocking and toughness and physicality, not wow, he was so dynamic out of the slot. You know? <laughs> I mean, he averaged, he averaged 8.3 yards a catch the last two seasons. Yeah. I mean, let's not pretend, let's not make this more than what he is. I mean. And uh, folks, by the way, you want Juju to catch a million balls this year. You know, all those oh, guys yeah. that signed, you want them to do really well. And, you know, and factoring, never forget about the compact comp pick equation. You know, losing some of those guys is a good thing. Yeah, I, I don't know that the, the Steelers will get, anything much if anything right this year because they they, made, they sold yeah they've they've had four outside signings now mm-hmm. uh and maybe that's what they're waiting for on some of this other stuff hey let's wait around see who gets released right 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 and then that you know maybe we can end up getting a comp pick out of this whole thing mm-hmm. yeah i think that's possible like i'm sure that doesn't help edmund's case to come back like yeah we like you but somebody might give you a pretty good contract and we end up getting a pick out of it too you know right and, him signing somewhere else isn't, oh, no, what are we going to do? Wait, well, draft a strong safety in the second round. Yeah, that, I think that's certainly a possibility. Um, and, well, there's, there's all kinds of possibilities out there right now in the NFL because, man, we've seen some uh, crazy, crazy things happen here over the last, uh, oh, I don't know, two, three days. Actually, the yeah. first week, the, four, the whole first week of, of free agency was awesome. It was fun. Was was pretty crazy. I, I don't remember seeing so many quote unquote star players move in a week and a half period time in, in the NFL. Um, I don't recall seeing so much turmoil um, over the first couple of weeks uh, of the new league year, like, like we've seen here in the last, well, in the last uh, 10, 12 days, uh, you know, star quarterbacks traded uh, star receivers traded quarterbacks saying, I want to be traded, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. And, uh, well, there's there's been some big signings in the AFC North as well. We'll talk about those when we come back. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. 